George is here, which means we can start. This is the first practice run of the Dan and Zach show, name to be determined. The Dan Zach Rick show. We're <laughs> in progress. If it's that hard to say, are we going to be able to keep it? All right, everybody. This is practice recording two brainstorming sesh with the Lenovo Bros. Lenovi. <laughs> Lenovi. Lenovus Bros. We both have coffee. And um, we're ready to I talk think we're some ready sports. To go. I really think we're ready to go. I don't know what else we could ha- get. So uh, I think we're working today. We're going to try to see, put Clemson in the SEC gauntlet. And then uh, try to put Georgia running through that ACC schedule Clemson gets to work with every year. And see what we come up with as far as uh, final records. Per- perhaps a championship seg- section. Alright. And as a... My partner Dan here mentioned the gauntlet <laughs> of the SEC. We're gonna we're gonna really see how how treacherous this gauntlet is that Georgia has to face this year, as we're gonna simulate a switcheroo of schedules between the ACC and SEC powerhouses. So uh, are we looking to go individual or are we trying to switch back and forth? Just attack to fly. Mid-conversation, attack to fly, flawless. I've been working on my reflexes. That's excellent. That was wild. I just, uh, yep, that fly is no longer a problem. <laughs> but go on, Dan. Um, so, yeah, switching back and forth. We just go week one and then down through and we'll just swap back and forth. Um, so I'm, we've got y'all open up Georgia Tech at home um, on the 29th. going to be a Thursday night game. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I would assume we got that with Georgia handles through to Georgia Tech most years, so uh, not too concerned with that one. One and oh. All right, fine. Georgia one and oh. Clemson taking on Georgia schedule. Vanderbilt week one on the road. Twenty-eight point favorites for Georgia. I think Clemson would probably be a thirty-eight point favorite against That's fair. Vanderbilt. That's fair. He said that's fair. That's fair. Darren Mason. Darren Mason. That's a gauntlet SEC opponent. I mean, we're the East. The gauntlet comes from the West. We'll see what else we got left in there. That's a baseball school. We'll see what else. They don't play football. They play baseball. It is a baseball school. They play baseball. All right, week two, here we go. Uh, Clemson hosting A&M. This is going to be a crossover matchup later in the season for Georgia. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I personally think Jimbo Fisher has A&M on the right path, but I don't think they're just quite there yet. Yeah, just um, like Clemson had Jimbo Fisher right on that so, path out of the ACC. Yeah, so don't think that's going to be a tr- in too much trouble for Georgia or Clemson e- alone, really. All right. Georgia's tough week two opponent, Murray State, at home. Who went there? Damian Lillard? No, he just graduated. For John Morant. John Morant. John Morant. There he is. Ja. 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 Which one is it? John Morant. Ja. Thank you, producer. That's Andy (laughs) in the back producing. It's Ja. George with his contribution. George, George says. I think that was yeah. I think we're I think we're tied. I think we're on the jaw job. We didn't get anywhere. <laughs> All right, week three. We'll start. We'll start with Georgia. Back to back state opponents. Arkansas State. 
At least that's an actual state. Murray, I've never, I don't know if that's one of the 50. I don't think it's part of but, it. But uh, I think Georgia's going to win, and so would Clemson. So, uh, yeah, I think we got Clemson going up to Syracuse week three. Uh, I think Georgia could easily handle Syracuse. It will no be. It's always, always a tough game going up to the Carrier Dome. It's weird, long travel, but yeah, I think we could handle that overall. It's just too cold. It's a weird place. I don't know what it is. It's a weird place. It's going to be cold it's in tough. September. Also tough when the starting quarterback goes down. We'll admit that there. Yeah, that's bad. But, you know, we got backups. That's why That's why Clemson wins championships. It's depth. It's not the starting lineup. <laughs> All right, week four. Week four, moving on. Georgia versus Notre Dame. Pretty much an ACC school. But, you know, they underperform on the big stage pretty much every time. So, Clemson would beat Notre Dame just like they have in recent years, and so would Georgia. Absolutely agree. Uh, y'all get Charlotte, Charlotte at home. Think Georgia could handle that? No tr- trouble. Charlotte. Charlotte. What does that even mean? <laughs> is that a school? Is, is that, that a place? Is that the whole city versus Clemson? All right, week five. I don't know. There may be buys in here next week. Tennessee at Tennessee on the road. Happy Valley. No, no. it's not Happy Valley. What is it? What's Neyland Stadium? Neyland. Do they have a nickname? Rocky Top. Rocky Top. Is that the worst song on earth? Here. We need to get a button for Rocky Top. We'll have buttons eventually. Every we're time, getting there. Every time Tennessee loses, we're going to play Rocky Top. There's oh. a lot of Rocky Top this There's year. There's much Rocky <laughs> Top. There's a lot of Rocky Top. About 12 weeks of Rocky Top. Because <laughs> Clemson would also be Tennessee, so would Georgia. Uh, UNC hosting Clemson. I think we could beat UNC. Mac Brown also first year. Very excited That's for that cool. one note. It's pretty cool. He's old. He's kind of like a Bernie. Running for president, old, trying to coach again, you know? That's like, it's like, it's like Joe Paterno. What's the, who's the Kansas State guy? Bill Snyder? Bill Snyder. He's still good. He's, he's still out there, years old, right? He was, he tried to let his son take over, and he was like, he's God, he, you're terrible. He had to take it back over himself. Uh, so next week, moving on, Florida State coming to Clemson's house. Florida uh, State. Not too... Not too stressed as far as Florida State. Willie Taggart really don't think he's going to be there too much longer. God, don't think that's going to last. Yeah, but uh, so I think Georgia could handle that. That's the Dabo effect. Looking at a still undefeated factor. Oh, man. All right, South Carolina. Well, Clemson pretty much wins that every year. Unless Clowney and Spurrier are coming out and Steven Garcia. I don't know what to tell you. We're probably going to win those matchups. Next week, Georgia's got Kentucky. Clemson's also going to win that. Pretty much a down year all throughout the board for Georgia against their SEC opponents. Not impressive. I'm not. Yeah, I will say I'm not very stressed. Clemson uh, going into Louisville. Louisville. I think their new coach this year. I'm pretty sure. Not to wouldn't be too worried about them. Um, so yeah, probably another win there. Another still looking the undefeated uh, top at least top two three. For both teams. Who's there? Um, neck brace is there. Um, producer, Louisville's coach name. On the moped, the drunk one. Oh, who got Satterfield. fired? Uh, Petrino. That's yeah. Bobby Petrino. Bobby Petrino. And then Rick Patino's the basketball, basketball coach with the strippers, right? Uh, yes. Thank you, producer. Thank for you, that producer. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the next week. At Florida for Georgia. 
Florida's looking good this year. Have they scored over 14 points in the last five years in a single game? Yeah, they 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 more they, than twice. They slapped it. Michigan last year, but Michigan what is, is the Michigan? Most overrated team ever. Just because you wear khakis and Ray Bans <laughs> doesn't mean you're a ten win team. Doesn't oh, mean you're like a playoff team. That's fair. It's what's fair. what's fair because I mean they he hasn't made the playoffs, so yeah. Call more that ball, a, more like slar ball. I don't know. Perfect. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Uh, we, uh, Georgia, uh, Georgia would be taking on Boston College in Sanford Stadium. I think that's pretty easy. Damn, Boston College. Edges, it's way too hot. Way too hot. Way too hot. BC can't handle the heat. All right. Missouri. At Missouri. Interesting for Clemson. Kelly Bryant at the helm for Missouri. Last running chance the to chance. prove to the NFL I am not garbage. And also to Clemson. He doesn't have anything to prove to Clemson. He's trying to get paid. That's what this is all about. He's got one chance to make a statement, and it's against the most pressure if we switch schedules against his former team that he led to the playoffs but couldn't get the job done. So is Kelly Bryant going to prove he's worth the contract and a shot, or is he just going to end up being tied for him? Oh, boy. You think he has it? I personally think he's a great guy. He's a great kid. He doesn't have an NFL arm. It's not about running an NFL. He's not the athlete that the successful running quarterbacks in the NFL are. And when you're a subpar athlete and you can't throw at all, there's no chance. There's no chance. That's factual. You mean, got to be able to make the big throws. Uh, Wofford headed to... Clemson or Sanford Stadium taking on the dogs. I think we would have the dogs in that one. Which one? <laughs> the, Wofford? The, the Terriers? The, no, the, not the Terriers. Which breed of dog are we talking Give about? Give me a Bulldog, please. Oh, a Bulldog? Bulldog. Just like George. Uh, then uh, Georgia would then travel North Carolina State. Not too stressed. New quarterback there. Wouldn't be too tough. Probably get the win there. Um, still undefeated. All right. I'm going to wrap up Georgia's last three games in one swoop. At Auburn versus Texas A&M at Georgia Tech. Clemson has beaten – have we played A&M recently? Producer? Last year. Last year we won by two points. Won by two points? You know what that is. That's a W on the scoreboard. We've beaten Auburn last few times. This is Gus's last year. You better Ooh. believe it. You better believe Dark it. Dark horse. Called it. You better believe it. You want to talk about hot seat. He's standing. He's standing. That chair's on fire. He can't feel it. That chair's on fire. His pants may even be a little singed. But Georgia Tech, I don't even – quit telling me about Georgia Tech. As long as Cole Stout's not playing, we got it. We got it. So what is that? What is that for both teams? The, uh, then Wake Forest against uh, – Wake Forest travel to Sanford Stadium. Easy. Easy win. Clemson. Uh, and then Clemson going South Carolina, so Georgia handles Georgia, them just South about Carolina, every year. Georgia-South Carolina is a good game. Not too worried about it myself. Until the fourth quarter. Until the fourth quarter <laughs> when we're blowing them out. <laughs> Until the fourth quarter. Um, so, yeah, we're both looking at undefeated season. So, uh, then I guess it would come down to championships. Um and uh, in the a- obviously wins that. In so the, the well, the, in the ACC, uh, Georgia would probably end up playing – this year, I could see Miami maybe coming out more likely. Uh, 
you age. see another you see another year of like a pit somewhere in that maybe a virginia virginia tech probably not virginia tech fuente may be out uh so so we're seeing people just got there so we'll see what happens but i think that georgia could easily take the acc championship um obviously the sec the sec championship depending on seeding what georgia's and which Georgia would be in the East, so you're in the East. East. No problem. Every year, it's gonna be Clemson, Bama. So, question would be Clemson, Bama. Do you think y'all would take Bama? What have you done for me lately? We've won two and three. That's sixty percent of the time. Sixty-six. Hey, it's all about perspective. It's all about perspective. So, what I'm hearing is really switch either team, give either team any any game. They're probably gonna win it. So essentially. Georgia and Clemson are the same team, is what we're saying. Most likely, Except I think strong defense, strong Georgia offenses. hasn't won a title since 1980. We'll be there eventually. Crickets, crickets, crickets. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. More years. This year is like already a wash because I mean, if they go You've six. Been this the whole time. No, I just you should have. All right, guys, we got a new segment here with uh, Andy and Dan. Oh. It's called Coaches on the Fly. A little pun there, not rehearsed. Guys, which coaches do you think are about to be on the fly this year? That can be either good or bad. You explain I mean, why. I'll can we say, address the pun first? Because I didn't get it. Yeah, well, <laughs> on the fly, you know, like, obviously I'm stretching for the good part, but, like, on the fly, we're improving it. What was that? No, I don't know. Earthquake. Just Earthquake. kidding. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. But um, on the fly, meaning... They're getting fired. They're about to be on the fly out of here. Oh, okay, there we go. Or, you fly know, like, somewhere if else. they do well, they're on the fly as in, like, up, as in, like, elevated or, like, good. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the first one I was thinking about that we were talking about earlier was... An improv on the yeah, fly. Full. Yeah, the first one I was thinking about was Fuente. Uh, Fuente. Virginia Tech. I think, I think they've been, they lost a lot of, like, transfers this year. They lost Jackson, their quarterback. Like, he trans... I, can't remember, I think he went to Maryland. Yep. God, I hate Maryland. Actually, I hate Harold. It's going to be rough for them. Um, I think obvious, another obvious Willie Taggart. Yeah, Willie. Uh, he's just like, he hasn't produced. He doesn't know who his quarterback is. Or like, it's tough tough runnings down there. So those State. are two coaches on the fly. One from Virginia Tech and one from Florida State. Florida State. That's two ACC coaches ACC. on the fly. I'm also thinking another one on the fly, Clay Helton, USC. That's Looking, a lot of talent. That's a lot, a lot. of talent out yeah, there. You got a lot of talent out there. He's not winning. Has not been anywhere near yeah. the, uh, the the Pac-12 they championship. Won last year. So they won about last year, and you know what? They go six and six. six I and think. Six. I think they lost their bowl game too. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm gonna tell you a coach this on the fly. Basketball. Maybe before the season even starts, Lakers coach Frank Vogel. That quickly. Do that you quickly. think he even makes it to game one? I'm going to say there's a chance doesn't even make the regular season. Frank Vogel, no credentials. Jason Kidd right behind him. Who's LeBron going to turn to as soon as there's a basketball decision? Frank Vogel? Jason Kidd. I don't even like saying Frank Vogel's name. Jason Kidd is right beside him on the bench. They're essentially the same player except LeBron's more dominant. Frank Vogel, on the fly. On the fly. See, that's when you have the on the fly. Oh, hey there, how's it going? (laughs) We just 
are all doing the random voices. What's another topic, boys? Baseball. Holy shit. Baseball. I don't really know. Who's the best player in baseball? Both of y'all. Mike Trout. Mike Trout. That's one vote. Probably Mike Trout, yeah. That's two votes. Mike Trout, three votes. <laughs> and for everyone who actually watches baseball, y'all know what happened last night. Very emotional. I did not. Uh, LA Angels. Yes, I know. You do not. Uh, uh, Skaggs. 90% Skaggs, Skaggs, right? Skaggs. Skaggs. Yay. Skaggs. Hey. My guy Skaggs. Woo! Pitcher. 28 years old. Pass Dead in his hotel room. Anyways, great memorial. Mom throws out the first pitch. Angels win 13-0. Team combines for a no-hitter. The last no-hitter thrown by the Angels. Check it. The day he was born. 1991. Isn't that weird? Anyways. But Chills. More coffee, please, Dan. More please, coffee. Please. <laughs> Mid-podcast mid coffee Because I'm about to start talking Braves baseball, and that's something that I have not been able to do for a long time. We're going, we're going <laughs> so, NPR style. got to have my warm coffee. Oh, first off, shout out to MLB All-Star Weekend. Pretty good. I watched the Celebrity Game. Watch the celebrity game. Scores like fifteen to six in the top of the third. Exciting. Daddy Yankee is pitching, and uh, it's like bases loaded. They hit like seven runs. Machine Gun Kelly steps up, base clearing inside the park home run. They go up sixteen fifteen. I turned it off after that, but while I watched it, fantastic, fantastic, and the home run derby was sick. Vlad Jr. Vlad Sr. was, like, awesome. Like, he was a 99 in one of my baseball games growing up. So, you know, I would always, like, do a fantasy draft and pick Vlad Sr. Didn't really didn't really see it, but, uh... <laughs> don't have much to contribute here. Um, Mike Trout. Mike Trout. How about them baseballs? Oh, yeah, baseballs. They're playing with the weighted balls. I'm not even impressed with them getting a home run derby well, anymore. I mean, Yankee Stadium's the size of like a playpen at a daycare. So, <laughs> and then you get the two <laughs> six five guys to come out there and hit home runs. Like no shit, there's gonna be a bunch of home runs. But Braves, the Braves, killing it. Best team in July. Or Very two, excited. One of the months. We'll but. be attending a game for the game Friday. Oh hell yeah! Against the we Nationals. The yeah. Be good stuff. Against the Nationals. No Bryce Harper. No Bryce Harper. They still got Jason Worth and Zimmerman and Strasburg, or do we know? We got. I can't name one player on the national. All right. Well, I um. Question: If Strasburg's a real person? Strasburg, Steve Strasburg, Tommy Power, Tommy John. Everybody has Tommy John. Everybody's that's not a description anymore. All right, guys. Baseball segment. I'm I'm the authority there. (laughs) We are aware. We David Ortiz. But he's alright. He's alright? He's alright, right? He's fine. I was saying. Alright, that was our baseball talk. Probably not our sport. <laughs> Baseball's fine. I just don't watch the baseball. Yeah, I, I don't, don't watch baseball's baseball fine. Too many games. Give me 82 games. I'll watch. 81. Cut we'll cover We'll cover the playoffs. NBA's talking about changing the season. So is the NFL. Did y'all hear that? Yeah, going to 18. 18, 18 games. Players players only play 16. That's dumb as fuck. Just play 16. The 32 but the teams. stress on having good backups. So the 32 teams. Offensive linemen can't play two weeks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The 32 teams, 16 like, games. It's no big deal for receivers. Well, if we're trying to do that, why don't you just shorten the season? 
because we're creating revenue, which gets the players more money. But the argument I saw today on Sports Talk was what happens when the players go to negotiate contracts and the owners are going to be like, we're going to pay you for 16 games because you're only playing 16. They're like, yeah. no, 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 it's an 18-game season. i got to practice all 18 weeks. And then Factual. hoopla, hoopla, hoopla. But anyways, I don't care. I really, I don't know. The NFL, it does seem to end pretty quickly after college football. So I, 18 may be good. And I like the idea of better backups, not just having nobody's on the bench, you know, so you can have big salary guys in the starting position. That's fair. You got to draft better. You got to develop players. But I enjoy the idea of giving uh, younger players, better, more more players, an opportunity to get in there, get a paycheck, and uh, you know, make a name for themselves. Money, 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 money. money. We need a button. Money, money, money. We need buttons. We need lots of buttons. Yeah, it's gonna be a large. Uh, as far as the NBA. Uh, I do like what they were talking about doing. I do like the idea of a mid-season uh, tournament style. You yeah. get rid of the all-star stuff and you just go oh, with a mid-season turn. Um, so they were speaking about bringing down the uh, number of games during. I think took cutting down like sixty-six or seventy right around there. And uh, mid-season, you would add in a tournament-style one one game elimination. So more or less, and uh, what does the mid-season tournament determine? Nothing. You just get a trophy, and winners get a pay. <laughs> oh, winners get an extra paycheck. But That's I like true. I like the idea of it because what do they need a paycheck. They already made two hundred million dollars. They make a, not everybody makes that. But oh, also, oh. and I do understand, everybody argue, wants to argue. Oh. Everybody argues that what's the point in playing this random tournament that's going to sort of ruin the NBA playoffs and the NBA championship, which I don't think it would. I just think it gives you an opportunity to give it 20 years. 20 years when we're sitting there at 40 years old and we get to watch uh, the Charlotte Hornets go win the midseason tie and win midseason championship or the midseason uh, playoff, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I guarantee the Charlotte fans are going to be really thrilled with think it. About I this don't. Too. I don't think it'll be a problem. Then. What teams do we think of as great regular season teams? I'll name you one right now. Is just in the news, Houston Rockets. Houston they Rockets. win sixty games a year, but can't do anything in the playoffs. I'll tell you right now. I bet the Houston Rockets will win. A they would take tournament. it. Whatever a midseason tournament means. I mean, are you going to hang that banner up in your practice facility? No, but you're going to take the paycheck that's $100,000, at the end of the day. Rest you're going to take that paycheck. Money, money. Money, money, money. You know Shane McMahon used to come out, money, 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 money. That's what we need. That's what we need. But that's, that's a throwback, too. We'll do that on Educate the Youth one day. Another great segment. Segment. <laughs> I just need to have a pocket recorder at all times. We need to both invest in 1994 model Sony voice recorders. <laughs> that can record 15 second clips. Click. Kawhi Leonard is the sneak king. Click. <laughs> Notes to my Little teeny tiny tapes. Little teeny tiny tapes. That I don't know where I'd be able to play nowadays. But like, it's fine. Do these things have a micro USB plug in? <laughs> Looking at my computer like, uh... Interesting. <laughs> Don't think it'll work. <laughs> Don't think it'll work. I remember one of my first Christmases, I got a... I got a... What were... CD... I don't even know what they're called anymore. CD players. I could stick in my pocket and I got two CDs. For the... Kenny Chesney and Toby Keith. 
As a young, white, southern kid, you are limited to one genre of music, and it is country. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Great albums. No shoes, no shirt, no problem. One of the best British songs <laughs> ever. Classic. Toby Keith, he was great. I found out he was like Canadian or Australian or whatever, and that kind of threw me for a loop. I don't know. He... They, He's not American, and he sings nothing but American songs, so I have a problem with that. I mean, not really, but kind of. <laughs> one, one of the most memorable uh, CDs I remember ever getting was the Sean Kingston original album, original Sean Kingston. Yo, way to you. Ooh, it just hit. Oh, just finish that one line. No, man. no. I don't know what song you're referring to. You're going to have to finish that. <laughs> I don't think I could. You know, um, a hidden talent of one of our friends, we'll have to have him on the show one time. Sam is a huge Sean Paul. I, is that who it is? Um, it's like shake that thing. What's Sean Paul? That's Sean, Sean Paul. Paul. Thank so you. So Sam. Producer Andy. We, I, I have a friend, Sam, we're going to get him on the show, and we're going to have him live perform two Sean Paul classics that will be forever deemed as his karaoke songs. But, Perfect. Yeah, but just that's beside the point. Speaking on that subject, top karaoke song. Oh, here. I actually was just at the beach, and I performed my first ever two karaoke songs. Ooh. Both country, still white, still southern. Big <laughs> surprise. And actually, one of them was Toby Keith. <laughs> so... Oh, man. No I, shoes, no shirt, no problem. I know. That's Kenny Chesney. Oh. Close, Dan. Same thing. Dan, also white. <laughs> also white, not as southern. Not as yes. southern. <laughs> not as in the karaoke, obviously. But I, my karaoke left a little bit to be desired. But got in front of people for the first time and sang. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. I would go with Don't Stop Believing, but you're right. I've never, <laughs> that, never that was done. Sing. Don't you think for a second someone didn't sing Don't Stop That was Believing. always, oh, will always be sung. But uh, yeah, you're exactly right. Never been to a karaoke bar, never been up on a karaoke stage. And uh, don't think I will put the world through it. I was walking through downtown Greenville one time, and I stopped in Community tavern or something like that city tavern is that what it's called i think it's city tavern. community tap stop it no not community tap it was city tavern i remember it now that's what okay it's yeah and they had karaoke and it was uh they're singing it's a creed or something it's like with arms wide open i think that is creed <laughs> or something like that is it creed it is creed yes. this man's right. on it today all right so and it's two like butch looking girls and they're like with arms wide open but they not only felt the need to sing the song aggressively, they felt the need to add an F-bomb oh. right in between open and so. So they're like, so bleeping open, open. And they kept just dropping this F-bomb repeatedly over this whole bar of people while they're just like standing up for equality subconsciously at the same time. <laughs> It was really moving. I bought a beer and stayed there and clapped and everything, and they sang like three more songs. But anyways, a little bit of overkill on the Creed. A little bit of overkill. Two butch women. I mean, you know, that's just observations. It's just observations. You don't have to listen to this podcast. I have a life motto for GMs in the NFL and for you all in your daily lives. And it is quarterbacks, 
are like headphones and vice versa. Headphones are like quarterbacks. Now, what does that mean? Well, I'll tell you what it means. First, you can look at the AirPods, look at Beats, and you're like, yeah, these are great headphones, but do I want to spend upwards of $200 on a set of headphones? No. So what do I do? I buy $20 headphones from Walmart or Amazon, what have you. And what happens to those headphones? You break them. You lose them. One ear breaks and goes bad. And what happens? You have to buy another set of headphones two months later. So what I'm telling you to do is buy the expensive headphones. Enjoy those headphones. You will love those headphones. Those headphones will let you have some of the best times of your life because you'll get to listen to that music, forget about your problems that you had with bad, cheap headphones while you're listening to your fancy, expensive headphones that were worth the money. Why? Because quality costs more. And we're all about quality where I come from. Now let's bring it to quarterbacks. You can, you can skip out on quarterbacks. You can try to save some money and bolster up that defensive line and buy a wide receiver. Or you can spend $30 million on Aaron Rodgers. Or you can spend $25 million on Tom Brady. Or you can spend $5 million on Matt Flynn or Matt Moore or insert Matt or Chad Pennington or Ryan Fitzpatrick, anything. And what happens? You never win any games. And year to year, you're just replacing cheap quarterback after cheap quarterback, trying to cut corners and still get a good sounding product, which is, you know, the result on the field. So what are we going to do? We're going to pay our quarterbacks. We're going to buy expensive headphones. And we're going to live better day to day and not worry about the problems of cutting corners on headphones and quarterbacks. And that is why... Headphones are just like quarterbacks, and quarterbacks are just like headphones.